0: I think every parent's made that mistake along the line. Even the best, even the best, all fall short. Now, this next one, and, I, and this also, this certainly came. From I've heard y'all have heard the Pastor many times talking about. You don't see no U-Haul trailers following the hearse to the graveyard. There just wouldn't be much point in it. Uh, this, this is one idea that's not. I, I first read this somewhere. I just put it in poet poem form. So if I knew who, who it was, I don't believe it was even labeled when I read it, I'd give him credit. But anyway, I just put it to poetry if you want to call it that. And it it just so tells the story of what we've kind of been saying here. I said the rich man died with much in hand, money stocks, extensive land. Must he leave? Was all heard called. The answer's easy. Left it all. <laughs> <laughs> now then, uh, we are. I think the Lord, even the least of us, are supposed to do some kind of mission work of some form, shape, or fashion. I think we all have some gifts. That we might not even realize that he can use. Uh, he works in a lot of mysterious ways. And uh, we, we all, we were expected to, you know, not, we're all not called to be preachers or teachers, or, but we all were given opportunities to do mission work or spread the word or, or represent Christ. But anyway, I know when I was a kid, I had a, she was, Great aunt, she's my mother's only sister, and she's one of those we say, If she's not in heaven, the rest of us can quit. You've heard that. And she told me, I was up there visiting, I was just little boy, and she, I, I might have done something, I don't know what she said. Katie said, uh, you need to remember this. She said, You never know when somebody's watching or listening to you. Well, I, I didn't think much about it then, but as the years went by, I've come to. I appreciate what you said, so ain't ignore if you can hear me. I fully understand what you were saying now. But anyway, I've got just a few here on mission work and testifying. I said a stranger as you go your way could be sent to you this day for you to speak, not touched by fear. God's only word they'll ever hear. It's not just preachers God did send tell of him and warn of sin. Take care with what you say and do. You never know who's watching you. When with the job, your dear Lord calls, but you you cry, God, I am so small. Remember, when he tells you do, he will equip and strengthen you. He'll, he'll give you what you need. Just don't be mumble-mouthed and Hey, excuse you. Get with you. Get with. You. And finally, this is one that pastor and every Christian would say, "Amen." To. We often try to others reach with spoken word. The Bible teaches. They may or may not our words heed, but they will always note our needs. Always. Amen. Oh. Uh, You know, the world doesn't think much about Christians. I mean, they don't cut them much. But you let a Christian misstep, and they are suddenly promoted to the center of attention. If it's in an office, they're the center of a break room conversation for months to come. They're promoted to the head of the list. And there's reasons for that. There's reasons for that. Uh, But we do. We each and every one of us have a responsibility as we go through life. We may never actually be called to witness to anybody, but we can't help but with witnessing if we'll live our life as near to what we ought to as we should. We, we have a duty. Not just ought to, we have a duty. Oh, now then, y'all have all heard of Satan. You know, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this sucker. Uh, he spent a lot of time in my life. You got to know him real well. First name basis. Uh, I think it was C. S. Lewis, the noted British British Christian writer, that said, we make two mistakes about the devil. We either give him too much credit or too little. Or words to that effect. And I, you know, that's true. Uh, there is uh, Satan. Now there's a limit, he's got more power than us, but there's a limit to what he cannot put any individual in hell all by himself. He can't do it. You got to have a little cooperation, like in the garden. You know, he uh and now you know I dropped back what I said earlier about ego and and pride. You know, there was he told Adam and Eve he said, "Be just like God." Wow, just like God. It worked in, and it worked some today. But Satan has to have a little help to put anybody in hell. But he's pretty powerful. But uh, he does not have the power to do that without. A human has to give in to him something. Somebody told me one time, some old boy said, You know, it just, he said, it don't seem fair to me that we're punished for what Adam and them did in the garden. I said, Good buddy, let me tell you something. If he'd put me and you in that garden, we'd be in the same shape we're in today, if not worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, Satan. Satan has these tools he uses, inflicting on us pain and bruises. His worst disease from hell is sin. It infects us with discouragement. That's why I don't think I think sometimes we forget that. To me, that's one of the greatest weapons: getting discouraged. I've seen it happen to Christians and what have. You. The evil one never rests as he tries our lives to tilt by blaming us for our sins, making us feel guilt. When Satan does accuse us, says that we are lost. Don't worry, fret, or hesitate. Just direct him to the cross. you got to add it to the devil. He's good at what he does. He is the greatest liar by far that ever was. Just remember when he offers anything that's his, it's always something that's not right. It never, ever is. It just ain't going to be for Anything he offers you, there's something wrong with it. There's something he'll catch you. But, I you know, I can say now, there was a time I couldn't have said this, but I can say this with honesty now. In all truth. I said, the devil has a lot of things he uses to deceive. Things that make us happy or so he'd lead us to believe. But I wouldn't trade my home above. If in it, I'm the least. For all the kingdoms of this world that span from west to east would trade.
1: And I figure I will be the
0: least. But that's just fine. Somebody's got to fill that role. Now I said earlier that I don't spend much time thinking about non-believers. And by that I mean, now somebody that's I kind of don't have any opinion. You need to witness to them if you can, but I'm talking about those that say, ain't no God. You know, Jesus told the disciples, "You go in the village. They don't want to hear you. Just shake the dust and keep on going." Uh, and I, if they're volunteer spouting, there ain't no God. Let them go. Uh, you got, you'll be wasting your time. There's people you would be putting your time to better use for. But anyway, I did. Uh, when I think of these so so-called affirmed, confirmed non-believers if there is such really such a thing, uh, I think I'm, I'm amazed I think they in this world they can see just like me they can see these trees and mountains. Uh, how, how could this be? But anyway, I did write a couple to do with these kind of folks. I said when scoffers laugh and our ears burn with taunts and doubts of God's return don't waste your breath to them rebuff they'll get to meet him soon enough <laughs> <laughs> to those who say there is no God I say oh yes there is they can't explain anything for all creation's His. when we die they're right dead is all I'll be I'm right, forevermore they'll live in agony. Oh, um, I think about those multitudes, They're not, you know. Uh, this, you know, maybe we have those. I know some of our friends, or some, maybe even family members, that we wonder about. And I think that's the only thing that really bothers me anymore is the ultimate end of the faith of others some others. I think that's the only thing that really I can't help at times, you know. And of course we pray for those folks. We pray for those folks. Uh, a spiritual cure is so much more important than a physical cure. And I'm not downplaying physical cure, but a spiritual cure is is what this world needs. Uh, Okay, Pastor Cole. Now, I said, and rightfully so, that he's inspired a lot over the years he's been here. Um, I've I've had two in particular that I'll point out that that just like I know y'all have heard him say, you don't see you all going to the graveyard. Uh, But these two, I don't remember which sermon or sermons. Which class or classes but I, I, he had a lot to do with it. I said, look not around the corner for fear what's on the way. Give thanks for all your blessings for having seen the day. Worry not about the future, what tomorrow may demand. Waste not this precious moment. Use the blessings now on hand. Don't let most of us don't manage right now. That, that's our problem. We don't take care of it right now. We're too busy We're jumping into the future, looking to, let's manage right now. Right now. I'm as guilty or guiltier than anybody. And uh, another one that I, say he, I think he had a lot to do with. I said, there's not much in this old world on which we can depend. Weather changes, countries fall, our lives are sure to end. All the so-called gods are dead, there's only one who lives. It's Jesus Christ, the only God, to us who hope can give. Now, you know, I've heard you talk many times about all these other gods. They done gone. They done gone. But Jesus still lives, and He will be back. There's a few.